Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Holly, I'm so angry at you. Why? Because you brought that Casa Zeta Jones story and now I'm like flipping through her website and I'm just angry. Please. Do you need a $20... Uh, Casa Zeta Jones. I can't even say those words. <laughs> Casa Zeta Jones logoed coffee mug. No! no! Who buys that? Oh, that makes me uh. sad because here's why that makes me sad. If we're just going to pivot into talking about Catherine Zeta Jones's lifestyle brand. Thank you, by the way, that you're listening to the actual Colleen and Bradley show. That is Holly Roberts. I'm Bradley Trainer. Now back to our regularly, irregularly scheduled, not scheduled uh, biatch fest. <laughs> It's the supply chain issue with anything like this. That means that there were meetings, Bradley, Yeah. about the logo on the coffee cup. How much are we going to make this? How many units? How are we going to design that? Like, Do there you was want actual- the vacuum insulated mug with a slider lid or the leatherette tumbler? Or would you like the 20 ounce ring neck latte mug? Wait, no, wait. There are options. Oh. There aren't just options. Holly, one, two, three, six, eight. There are eight coffee mug options for you from the cat. I mean, it's very much like if you have a YouTube channel, you know, you got merch for your YouTube channel. Yes. That's exactly what this is. Yeah, but that's fine. You usually just go to, you know, cafe press and you put a little graphic on it. Way to bring it all the way back. Casa Zeta Jones is charging $20 for a bag of coffee. Yes. And it's a 12 ounce bag, kids. That's Mm -hmm. like you, you maybe pay 10 bucks in the grocery store for that. And if you're going to pay $20, don't give it to Catherine Zeta-Jones. That's nasty. Why do I have such a bee in my bonnet about Catherine Zeta-Jones? I I mean, I like her. She's a nice lady. I would go to her house for tea. Yeah, sure. That's fine. If she hears this, honey, we want to go to one She's of your... She's a Welsh, <laughs> you know, a wonder. Just like our good friend uh, uh, Tom Jones. I almost said Paul Jones. I don't know who that is. He probably lives in Wales, too. Yeah, he does. Yeah. yeah. All the Jones family. Can we go to uh, Benifer again? Yeah, please. Let's set sail for this adventure. So let's go back to Publationship Town. A Publationship, of course, here on the Colleen and Bradley Show is defined as what, Holly? It is a celebrity relationship <laughs> in the service of publicity. There is, oh, by the way, the Publationship we're talking about, Benifer. What's a Benifer? Benifer is Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck. Thank you. Second time around. Publationship lesson done. Now, back to the Benifer again. There is a chair shortage in the Mediterranean, you guys. Oh, no. And we know this because Jennifer Lopez is riding the lap of one Ben Affleck through the Mediterranean. Specifically, she's sitting on his lap in uh, some photos. 
And um, <laughs> TMZ, of course, has the gallery because there are like you just imagine there's a string of dinghies throughout the Mediterranean with people flashing, you know, photos up close from a te- well, not up close. It's probably a telephoto lens offshore somewhere mm-hmm. or off the coast of somewhere close to where the boat is. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, the bunch of photos uh, of these two uh, getting hot and heavy. Actually, I don't even think they're on a boat at this point. I think they're somewhere on land during their Mediterranean cavalcade. They have been all over the place from San Tropez to Monaco to Capri to... Yeah, that sounds very fancy. Yeah, some part of the Amalfi Coast, maybe. Um, Benefer have been... Assailing us with um, physical adoration towards one another. Yeah, it's the tour de Benefer. Like, it's their version of the tour of Italy that you would get at the Olive Garden. (laughs) Except it's the tour of Benefer 2.0. Now, those pictures, Bradley, that you're looking at at TMZ... They are in the city of Nerano. Oh, yes. gosh. I, I remember Nerano. Mm-hmm. Now, this time is... in Nerano, my friend. Springtime in Nerano. Now, Bradley, <laughs> we know that they are in Nerano because we already knew this. We yeah. knew this before TMZ even published photos because this is one of the locations where Benefer's yacht was docked yeah. outside of. So this was... Thank you, marinetraffic.com. Thank you, marinetraffic.com. So this is just a, a little bit northwest of, or northeast, excuse me, of the island of Capri, where they were seen holding hands, yeah. walking down the streets, and dry humping on the yacht. Mm-hmm. Now, these photographs, they're basically doing the same thing at a restaurant, which... And it's so over the top, you guys. It's like, I, again, you, I know you guys are like... Why do you care? They're just on vacation. Let them have a nice little vacation all by themselves. They just want to be in love. Why are you pooping on their love? Well, we're not, metaphorically or otherwise. It's that they know exactly what they're doing. They are A-list celebrities. They are in a publationship. They are in one of the most visible spots possible. So these people are not trying to experiencing anything private. When you understand that, then you ask yourself, well, what are they trying to tell us? Here's what they're trying to tell us, Holly. That, my friends, is the sound, (laughs) although it was probably hard to decipher on the radio, of their lips Uh, inhaling one another. Exactly, because that's what's happening in these photographs. And what's one of the things, okay, so let's deconstruct these photographs of Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez at a restaurant. If you were at a restaurant, Bradley, you go to restaurants sometimes. Yeah, love them. If you saw two people mm-hmm. doing this at a restaurant, what would your <laughs> what would your natural reaction be? To, I would be like, I would say to, to my partner Jamie, who would be across the table from me, likely because we don't do that thing where you sit next to each other. Because you know, unless it's like a anniversary we're not doing that across from each other yeah um i would be like don't please don't look right now but when you get a chance casually i need you to look at this couple who can't keep their tongues off of each other i'm not sure why they left the house then you would also be like or i would be like oh my gosh look at her she is literally sitting on his lap and sucking his face and getting the parsley out from between his teeth and like it's one thing if they're 20 
because you don't know any better when you're that age. Your you're brain like, isn't fully formed. I'm just going to love it. All you haters can't stand it. <laughs> you know, okay, sure. But this is a grown-ass, 52-year-old, top-of-her-game, successful, strong-ass woman. Mm-hmm. She is doing this knowing fully and exactly what she is getting in return. And that is not love from Ben Affleck. Exactly. It is a career uh, fueling tranche of publicity, which which I don't blame her. I just think like you have to like say it for what it is, because here's the one thing I do know with their kissy faces. Have you noticed this? Like, go back and look at all of the photos of them actually kissing. It looks like television kissing. So do you see the first photo that um, this TMZ exclusive has? The oh, first two photos? It's super performative. It's like they're can professional you, Can you describe what I'm doing right now? Uh, Bradley is leaning into his microphone and has his eyes maybe half open right now. But I'm like smushing my lips onto my microphone, which is exactly what she's doing to Ben Affleck's face. It's that TV kiss. Remember yeah. how you got to a certain age and you realized, oh my God, TV kisses are totally not natural. Yeah, people don't kiss like that. People absolutely do not kiss like that. So again, I don't know if these two are actually what they would call in love. Yeah. I think these two are just trying to trip the triggers of paparazzi left and right so they can get as much mileage out of this trip as humanly possible, which again, God love them, but just buyer beware. Mm-hmm. Caveat emptor, which is what they would say around those parts. Indeed. That's the original Latin. Okay, why am I so animated about these two? They want you to. It's working, Bradley. It's true. It's so now now what I'm going to do is go back to shopping for Cass's Zeta Jones coffee. And get real mad about spending $20 <sighs> on a bag of beans. But the good news is, when we come back, we don't have to settle for no bougie Catherine Zeta Jones coffee. We're going to try something delicious. We're going to put it in our mouth. Because it's cheat day! We'll be right back. What is a Friday, if not an opportunity to throw dietary caution to the wind and indulge in all your favorites? That's what we do here on the Colleen and Bradley Show, which is what you're listening to here on the My Talk 1071. By the way, download our app. And by the way, and don't worry, we're going to get right to our cheat day in just a moment. But I want to remind you that season two of the podcast Colleen and I host called Go Deep in the Shallow is currently in theaters. And by that, I mean available wherever you get your podcast. Oh, great. So, Bradley. Yeah. What's happening in the second season oh of God, Go Deep in the Shallow? Asking. It, well, you should know this already, Holly, and I'm a little bummed that you don't remember. I know what you were doing. You were just trying to give me the opportunity to talk about it. Thank you. Um, It's all about a woman named Gina Rodriguez, who is kind of the, not kind of, she is a mastermind behind some of your favorite DNC list celebrities, people like Tan Mom, Octo Mom. And this week, we learn all about Gina Rodriguez and her relationship, one of, with one of the most iconic D-listers out there, Farrah Abraham. Stop stealing! Back door! Go to the back door, please! Oh boy, now that's probably a, a, a wicked tale. It is. A, <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> yeah. It is wicked, certainly, and there is tale involved, and we will tell you all about it wherever you get your podcast. Go Deep in the Shallow Season 2. Holly. Bradley. Let's get right to our favorite part of Friday. It's time 
for a little cheat day. Dirty rotten cheetah. Cheat day taste test. Stick this in your mouth. Yas queens. Yes. I have it on good authority. I was I was tap dancing a little bit because our delivery uh, courier named Anthony. Thank you, Anthony, for delivering today's cheat day friday he was uh still arriving and i i see on my computer screen that it has been delivered so we are just moments away from trying this week's cheat day friday experience again it's a taste test opportunity for new and delicious nibbly bits now um holly you are responsible for the nibbly bits today can you tell us what is on offer for this cheat day the nibbly bits we're going to be sampling this afternoon on Cheat Day Friday come from Popeyes. Their new chicken nuggets. New chicken nuggets new from Popeyes. And they are being delivered by our beautiful and ever youthful social media director, Hannah. Hannah, you're carrying chicken. Thank you. Thank you, Hannah. Do you, now, want, to, do you want to talk, Hannah? Yeah, do you want to crack on, the mic? I can turn it up. All right, honey. You get right in there and you say something. Say something, honey. She's good. <laughs> <laughs> she gave me a side eye and was like, I'm good. She's fine. now. She's busy taking photos. Oh, that's right. Yeah, she's going to put it on the gram. She's going to share it on social media. Now, the reason I selected Popeye's chicken nuggets this week is because, well, they're a new menu item. And quite frankly, it's been a little bit of a drought of new fast food items this summer. But this is coming on the heels of the sensation that swept the nation a couple of years ago. That was the Popeye's chicken sandwich. They smell real good. Oh, <laughs> Okay, we're already getting a little hot and heavy and a little bothered by these chicken nuggets. But that Popeye's chicken sandwich was a pop culture phenomenon. And it also tasted really good. So it was like, okay, great. If the chicken sandwich from Popeye's was delicious, surely the nuggets are going to be just as tasty. Now, I think we ordered the... I think we ordered the 12-piece nugget from Popeye's. It comes with several dipping sauces. I believe Bradley chose... The mm, a, a ranch, a pepper ranch variety. Blackened Ooh. ranch. Blackened ranch. And I have some kind of sweet and spicy dipping sauce. Oh, I don't I'm remember. And he dropped a fry out of the box. Can you see into my box? Yes, I can see into your box. It's very deep. It's very delicious. Now, it's wonderful. Um, just Thank for those you. of you looking on the actual video, some of these have been removed because I got a 12-piece. Mm-hmm. So you have uh, some as well. Thank you again, Hannah, for doing uh, behind the scenes delivery and, um, and fiddling and plating plating now, yes now first food stylist for the stars <laughs> food, so my first impression of these chicken nuggets is that they don't look like your traditional chicken nugget they almost look like a chicken finger but like a micro chicken finger but like a tip like a just, tip just the fingertip yeah, like exactly. a knuckle yeah exactly no you're absolutely right they are what i like about them is they kind of have I will say they kind of have a popcorn chicken. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Vibe. Yeah. Yeah. They smell amazing. And we got uh, fries and a biscuit. Oh. Uh-huh. And there's plenty more here. I um, told Hannah not to, because she was going to give you like all of them, which is fine, but I wanted to have at least one. <laughs> okay. So, so, but you can have more when we're done. I just wanted a visual. Yeah. So you're showing close up. Close up. They look like a very typical breaded tendy. So a small one, albeit. Do yeah. me a favor and stick that in your pie All hole. Right. They I'm- look delicious. They smell delicious. Now the real test is, are they delicious in your actual mouth? Oh, yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. All right. Talk to me about them. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to try to sample quickly. So they're meaty. They're not too heavy. They have a nice crunch to them. Mm. Slightly dry, but that's okay. That's why you've got mm. the dipping sauce. Mm. And it's got a nice mm. little kick on the back end, which Bradley is uh, interpretive dancing for you when you watch the YouTube video a little later. The um, blackened ranch. I need more of that in my life. So you put it in the sauce. I tried mine dry. I did a little both. All right. Now I'm going to try some sweet heat sauce. Here's the thing. While you're trying your sweet heat sauce, I will say for us, you know, we have to pull back the curtain a little bit. This was delivered. I think if you got this fresh out the Popeye's. It would have been superior. It's always hard with fried food to get it just right yeah. when it's been sitting a while. But the flavor is there. But I I bet this would be crispier if you got it right from the Popeyes. Oh, God, that was so fast. Okay, how did you like that, Holly, on a scale of one to five Cobras? I'm giving it four out of five. Whoa! I will give it a four out of five, too! Wow! Popeyes chicken nuggets. <laughs> what was that? I was supposed to be Popeye, but sorry. Oh, I see what you did there. Great impression. And for more, check out our YouTube video so you can see it up close. We'll be right back here on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. You always know a good Chite Friday experience has been had when the food disappears instantly during a break. And by that, I don't mean I inhaled all of the Popeye's chicken nuggets that we just tried here on Chite on the Colleen and Bradley Show. Hi, it's Friday. That's what we do. But uh, somebody, a little mouse just came in and, <clears throat> and stole the uh, box and ran away, <sighs> which I was grateful for because I already had my nugs, my nug treats uh, with my fries. And by the way, I cannot speak highly enough of that blackened ranch dip. Also, the fries from Popeye's, <clears throat> delicious chef's kiss. Mwah. I will say it's been a long time since I've been at Popeye's, but I do know them to have good fries. And we did not get this, but I love the beans and rice at Popeyes, and the other thing I love about Popeyes is their but their buns, their uh, biscuits are pre buttered for your convenience. Yes, mm-hmm. I did order a sweet tea, or I mean a, a regular unsweetened tea, and they brought me a sweet tea. Oh goodness, so I'm a little it's, bummed it's about the struggle that, is real. <laughs> Just kidding. Okay, nobody cares. <laughs> hey, all right, now from cheat day, let's get back to our regularly scheduled program. It's time for Lord and Lady Dbag. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. 
Holly, who's your D bag? It's Ben Stiller. Oh my God, what did Ben Stiller do? Oh, Ben Stiller. He entered the chat, Bradley, on people criticizing Hollywood nepotism. Uh, what? He entered the chat. So let's set the stage. Now, Ben Stiller is the child of people who were famous in show business. Okay. His parents, Jerry Stiller yeah, of course. and Ann Mira Comedians. Are, I know that Jerry Stiller is no longer with us. Is, his mom's not with us anymore, is she? They both have passed. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. Okay. So, let's, so that's setting the stage. Now, I want to go to Twitter. Okay. Where a producer named Franklin Leonard was criticizing a project that was announced by Deadline.com. This project is called The Right Away. Now, whatever, it's just another project in Hollywood, but here's who it is involved in this project. Steven Spielberg's daughter, Destry. She's going to be directing. Written by Stephen King's son, Owen. And this short film is going to be starring Sean Penn's son, Hopper. So this is a project mm-hmm. that is coming from the children of Hollywood stars. Now, they are mm-hmm. adults in their own They're like, right. hey, I have a really great idea. Well, we've got some money. Yeah, exactly. Now, Franklin Leonard tweeted this project with the caption, Hollywood's a meritocracy, right? But, um, because the joke being, oh, look, all of these people, adult children of Hollywood superstars are getting together and making a project together. Geez, I wonder how they did that. Yeah. Oh, it's like they, you know, they just they just pulled themselves up by their Hollywood bootstraps. Exactly. They just worked from the bottom and made their way to the top. Mm-hmm. Turns so, out the bottom was already at the top. Exactly. Thank you. <sighs> then Ben Stiller, son of noted Hollywood actors decided to enter the chat, and this is where he becomes the D-bag. Because he ats Franklin Leonard for making that comment about this project. Ben Stiller tweets in response to Franklin Leonard's Hollywood's a meritocracy, right? By tweeting the following. Too easy, Franklin Leonard. People, working, creating, everyone has their past. Wish them all the best. Mm. Mm. So I, I'm curious about your opinion because I feel like you uh, will have a thoughtful opinion about Hollywood nepotism. Seems like it would be easy to make it a thing of today when it's probably really just been baked into the system from the beginning since, I don't know, literally silent movie stars had children. Sure, right. So Ben Stiller being a D-bag because it's like, honey, no, you are the beneficiary of nepotism in Hollywood. Yeah, And so why are you defending these people? So there was a lot of back and forth going on on Twitter, and Ben Stiller had this to say about somebody pointing at the fact that Jerry Stiller and Ann Mira's son would like you to know that Hollywood is ultimately a meritocracy. Well, and he was saying, yes, just speaking from experience, and I don't know any of them, them being Steven Spielberg's daughter, Stephen King's son, and Sean Penn's son in this project, he said... I would bet that they all face challenges different than those with no access to the interest industry. Showbiz, as we know, it is pretty rough and ultimately is a meritocracy. Well, people pointing out, and I think rightfully so on Twitter, it's easy for somebody like Ben Stiller to say that it's a meritocracy when you started your Hollywood journey on third base. 
and you're pretending that you hit a home run. Yeah, like most certainly. And I think that's the biggest fallacy that, you know, when you're an adult, you realize that it's not just Hollywood that's not a meritocracy. It's, well, I mean, it's a lot of other things that are not a meritocracy. And that's, you know, that's, it's, it's frustrating and it's sad, but it is what it is. Um, And it, it's important to point it out to not, because it's easy to internalize that. I would imagine for many people in Hollywood who do have the dream of making it big in Hollywood, you know, they head out there with, you know, they're like so many people before me have just struck out on their own, went to Hollywood and got discovered. You know, they were Tina Turner at a a soda fountain or I think it was, wasn't Tina Turner like supposedly discovered Lana Turner, Tina Turner, (laughs) Lana Turner, at Schwab's pharmacy, Elvis, (laughs) Yeah, no, I don't think Tina Turner was discovered at <laughs> Schwab's Pharmacy. Lana Turner, but that's the yes. myth yeah, yeah. that Hollywood wanted to sell you about Lana Turner's fame. Absolutely. And that's the wider myth in Hollywood that you're just going to be, you know, discovered being fabulous. And that's also just like a theme of the world. You know, like, no, don't wait for someone to discover you go out and get something. But the truth is you might, you know, there are other people that are out there that might have a leg up. And, you know, while that's frustrating, knowing that is probably more important for your own mental uh, well-being. Right. Sanity. And so for somebody like Ben Stiller, who you can say, yeah, he's talented and he has made success for himself in his own right outside of his parents. He had a leg up in the industry that most people just simply don't. And for him to get into this meritocracy debate is rather foolish when you think that he would have enough self-reflection to understand where he is in Hollywood and how he got to the place where he is now. Now, I found this quote from Fran Lebowitz. Oh, my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. Media Gadfly. And she had this to say about meritocracy in Hollywood. So this is an excerpt from an interview that she did. And she said, when the interviewer asked, and she was talking about people whose grandparents were movie stars, Bradley, to your point, that this kind of nepotism has existed in Hollywood for generations. I mean, just for example, think of Jane Fonda. Yeah. She's the daughter of Henry Fonda. I mean, it, it goes back. And, and there's still, there's a notion, and and we love them for what they are, but there are so few of these celebrities in Hollywood that maybe don't have a pedigree. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So here's what Fran Lebowitz said about this. She said, it's common. And I use the word common in every sense to see interview with up and coming movie stars whose parents or even grandparents were movie stars. And she said, when the interviewer asked, did you find it an advantage to be the child of a major motion picture star? The answer is invariably, well, it gets you in the door, but after that you've got to perform on your own, which is essentially what Ben Stiller was saying. And Leibowitz is like, no, Fran Leibowitz, excuse me. This is ludicrous. Getting in the door is the entire game. Yeah. So, Ben Stiller, you were already in the door. You walked through the door. These people with the last name Spielberg and King and Penn are already through the door. And it's been like that. And again, there's a whole generation of actors that, you know, when we came of age, we realized, oh, they actually, you know, didn't just pop out of nowhere. You know, you think of uh, whether it's um, I'm thinking of Carrie Fisher, 
Carrie, Carrie Fisher. Whether it's Carrie Fisher or... Debbie Reynolds was her mother. Eddie Fisher was her father. We'll just think of like people contemporary. Kate Hudson, mm-hmm. daughter of Goldie Hawn. Jennifer Aniston, her father was a soap opera star. George Clooney. George Clooney, Rosemary Clooney being his aunt. Lily Collins, her dad is Phil Collins. Zoe Kravitz, her dad is Lenny Kravitz. Lenny Kravitz's parents, Gladys Kravitz. I mean, so it goes on... Gladys Kravitz, the neighbor from Bewitched? <laughs> uh, Lana Turner. <laughs> Tina Turner, Tina Lana Turner. Turner you know. Gladys Kravitz. Well, but what I'm saying here is that Hollywood is rife with nepotism. And to think that it's a meritocracy, yeah, it could be to a certain degree because there is something to be said about Ben Stiller finding success and finding lasting success. If he wasn't talented, perhaps that wouldn't be the case with him. But Ben Stiller had the opportunity to be successful in a way that so many people don't because yeah. of it's who not, his parents were. And, it, and I, it, the problem is when you're Ben Stiller, you don't want to wear that as you're entering the room because you're insecure about that one imagines right right? like or you deal with that in different ways but i imagine insecurity would be a big thing like and that's a struggle but it's a struggle it's a that's a struggle that's a privilege Mm -hmm. most people would be grateful for that struggle Mm -hmm. to worry about whether people believed that you had talent on your own or only because you were connected to someone who previously was perceived to have talent right and other modern stars people who are up and coming i mean there's a huge list maya hawk her parents ethan hawk and uma thurman john david washington his dad is denzel washington emma roberts oh my auntie is julia roberts my dad is eric roberts zoe kravitz i mentioned her already colin hanks dad is tom hanks boy that kind of helps hanks Tracy Ellis okay, Ross. Maybe not Chet Hanks. Hanks. He's trying, though. We wouldn't yeah. be talking about Chet Hanks yeah. if not for dad Tom Hanks. And his Hanks. crap uh, appropriating of other cultures and accents. But we wouldn't be talking about him on my talk. True. We, he just wouldn't even be yeah. making headlines. You're Tracy Ellis right. Ross. Her mom is Diana Ross. I mean, the list goes <sighs> on and on and on. So, so it's just... God, we just ruined Hollywood for everyone. <sighs> Thanks, Holly. You're welcome. <laughs> Who's your favorite famous parent? Well, lucky for you, we've got a D-bag double down where I'm yes! just going to lift my leg on even more. She's going to do it again when we come back <laughs> right here on My Talk 1071. Uh, I'm sorry. I was busy looking for some luxury mesh activewear for my good friend Catherine Zeta-Jones. It's on her website. Yeah, $72 for some fine heather leggings with what? power mesh inserts. No. Yeah. Stop. Good afternoon. Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley show. In addition to trolling celebrity lifestyle brand websites, we also like to talk about celebrities behaving badly. We call them D-bags. Holly's got a double down. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Yes, (laughs) What's your uh, double down? Or who's your double down, rather? Honey. Disney. Disney? All of them? The world, the land, what have you? All of it. <gasps> Just all of it. Disney. Because of the way they responded to the lawsuit that they are receiving from Scarlett Johansson. Oh, I read about this lawsuit. It's fascinating. Okay, so tell me about it. Um, maybe the lawsuit and then um, what Disney said. Great. Or how they responded, rather. Well, that's not so great. I'm going to tell you about what's happening. This is going to be an epic legal battle. So says all the trades. By all the headlines, 
they're saying that this could change the nature of Hollywood, the outcome of this lawsuit. So yesterday, Scarlett Johansson, who stars as Black Widow in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, she just just a star of her own movie called Black Widow in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So Scarlett Johansson is suing the Walt Disney Company, saying that the Walt Disney Company has cheated her financially by releasing Black Widow simultaneously on Disney Plus and in theaters. Yeah, which is something a lot of studio does. Uh, excuse me, a lot of studios did during the COVID crisis. Yes. So, paraphrasing the lawsuit, Scarlett Johansson is saying, because Black Widow was released simultaneously on Disney Plus and in theaters. Because it was released on the streaming service the same day as in the movie theater, that caused some of the box office, the traditional box This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply box office to drop for that movie and her compensation was contractually tied to how much money was grossed at the box office meaning butts and seats equaled money for her in the way that her contract was structured so she's upset about it yeah and rightly so i would say and it uh, the article that i read yesterday before disney had a response before disney clapped back that's not a clap back that's an industry going after uh, one individual employee. But anyway, that's a whole different story. So here's the thing. that It's not just Scarlett Johansson. This is something that a lot of actors had to deal with. You know, they it's not uncommon for certain actors, I would imagine, to have these deals where they're like, okay, in addition to here's your salary, you're going to get a certain percentage of the box office, but that doesn't have anything to do with the streaming service. So, but, you know, your agent's like, beep, boop, boop, beep, or you're CPA or whatever's like, you can expect that you're probably going to get this much at the box office. So this is an equitable compensation or this is an acceptable level of compensation for you. Go ahead and do the movie. So you go ahead and do the movie. You expect within reason you're going to get that level of compensation. Oh, wait, because of the global pandemic, they tried to pull a fast one and totally change the distribution model, which thereby sucks away a certain amount of the money you were expecting. And it sounds like the way I've read it that a lot of studios um, went back to actors who had these deals and said, oh, no worries. We'll just, you know, throw you some extra cash to make up for what you probably would have made in the box office, but that we sent streamings way. So, you know, we'll kind of do you a solid. We get it. It's, you know, that's less money that you than you were expecting. Here's some makeup money. Right, exactly. Because when Warner Brothers announced late last fall that they would be releasing same day their big major movies on HBO Max for a month 
And then in movie theaters, people were mad. And yeah. it was actors who have signed these kinds of deals where they it's not even necessarily profit participation, but it's when the film reaches certain box office metrics, you're essentially getting a bonus. Yeah. You know, and you want which is real. I mean, again, we're talking about people who make tons and tons of money in the case of someone like Scarlett Johansson. But still, it's the principle, because for every Scarlett Johansson, there are probably other people down lower on the list who are dealing with the same thing. And it means more to them. Well, exactly. So Scarlett Johansson sued Disney yesterday. Well, Disney's my D-bag double down, Bradley, because of the way that they responded to this lawsuit publicly yesterday. What did they say? This is what Disney had to say about Scarlett Johansson's lawsuit. Quote, there's no merit whatsoever to this filing. This lawsuit is especially sad and distressing in its callous disregard for the horrific and prolonged global effects of the COVID-19 Oh, excuse me. (laughs) Nice try, Disney. Trying to make everybody... Feel bad, you know, oh gosh, the pandemic. We can't criticize anything you've done because pandemic. Yeah. As if you weren't a business who made decisions. Thank you. And they might have been the right decisions for all the employees that worked at Disney. But guess what? Um, You were obviously able to come up with some sort of arrangement with other uh, stars who had the same issue. Well, what's interesting, Bradley, is there's word inside Hollywood that other stars of Disney movies are perhaps interested in also suing Disney for the same thing. Notably, Emma Stone, star of Cruella, Mm. who starred in a big Disney movie, Cruella, that was released same day on Disney Plus for a premiere access and in theater simultaneously. So there's a little scuttlebutt Mm. happening that maybe perhaps she's going to be suing Disney, too, for the same thing. Now, Disney went on to say, after they blame, well, it's COVID-19, how could you? It's been a hard year. Disney has fully complied with Ms. Johansson's contract. And furthermore, the release of Black Widow on Disney Plus with Premier Access has significantly enhanced her ability to earn additional compensation on top of the $20 million she has received to date. So they also threw her under the bus saying, Yeah, like here's a number and everybody's going to make her think that she's just complaining about peanuts. Well, what's interesting too, Bradley, is that they're basically saying that Scarlett Johansson is greedy and that she's made enough money. So what that speaks to me is that this lawsuit, Scarlett Johansson suing Disney about the release of Black Widow, that there is veracity behind this lawsuit. Mm -hmm. That contractually, yeah. yeah. like They're trying trying to make a case out of her, one imagines, so that they don't have other actors piling on. Right. And there is a shade. There is a shade of misogyny in this. Scarlett Johansson, female star, how could you be asking for more money when we've gone through a global pandemic and you've already earned $20 million? This reminds me of an old Hollywood lawsuit. That actually really oh, changed Hollywood. Wait a minute. May oh, I take a guess? Yeah. Are you talking about one Betty Davis? Exactly. Bradley. Mr. Warner? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> because Betty Davis, old Hollywood star of the 30s, 40s, and beyond, she sued her movie studio, Warner Brothers, because she wanted control of the projects that she was going to do in the old studio system. You were on retainer, and you basically had to do what the studio told you. She didn't want to do that. She sued Warner Brothers. First, she sued them in London in 1936, and listen to what the lawyer for Warner Brothers said about Betty Davis. Quote, There was a pandemic. <laughs> there was a pandemic. Quote, she is a rather naughty young lady. 
What she wants is more money. Yeah, well. It's, it's basically what Disney song, just said. different uh, record. I don't know, whatever the analogy is. Different century. This is literally the same story. And kudos for Scarlett Johansson. I don't know if... Um, I don't care about the person that is Scarlett Johansson. I think this will be an interesting case because she represents a lot of other actors in Hollywood and a lot of other people who've had fast ones pulled on them over the last year and a half and told to just deal with the fact that things are different, right? Right. Very good story, Holly. Thank you for sharing that. Disney, do the right thing. All right, when we come back here on the Colleen and Bradley show, more of what we do for a living. Actually, we have a question for you, and it's all about movies. We'll be right back here on My Talk 1071.